Introducing the Modern Crowd Podcast. The podcast with the hoop dreams. I mean the motherfucking hoop dreams. Yo, 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 you already know what it is. This is your boy, Kev, always been a Don. And of course, you are listening to the Modern Crowd Podcast, podcast with hoop dreams. And of course, I got Brittany sitting here. What's up? Yeah, we're all playing like we didn't do this before, but we did it. Say, you know you, what I'm saying? Uh, I didn't I'll push the record button again. You know what I'm saying? I'm famous for it. But um, the play button works. What facts? But we are sitting here in Mobile, Alabama, headquarters for Base Head Jazz. Yeah, I couldn't say it earlier. That's why I said you're all slow. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's divine. Thing. Hey man, I feel it. I feel yeah. it. Even in an environment we're in, I feel it, man. Sure. I feel it. For sure. So I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves again. All right, for sure. Well, she, I get, yeah, I'm in order, goddamn. Um, I'm Odie James. I'm from Pritchard, Alabama. I'm just say that, you know, this time. <laughs> Two five one in this house. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And I'm one third of Base Head Jazz. Hmm. I'm Sydney Vidal. I'm one third of Base Head Jazz. I'm from Tuxpusa, yeah. Alabama. That's yeah. your five. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what yeah. it is. I'm Uncle CJ. I'm one third of Base Head Jazz. I'm from Mobile, Alabama. Yo yo. Okay. Word. And again, I'm saying it again. I appreciate y'all for letting us do this podcast here. You know, it's, it's my what? This is my what? Third time in Alabama? Yeah. First time I get to meet y'all. Well, I seen y'all in Al- Atlanta first. Right. I don't know if y'all remember, but we was in Atlanta first yeah. time. But yeah. You talking about again. the music box? Hold on, the music box? No, no. Now, where was it? Uh, it, it Listen was... to the music box, by the way. The music <laughs> oh, box. The music room. The music room. Not the music room. The music room. Was it the music room? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it was. That was the first time? Was it like in November? It had. It might have been. But y'all came to another one. I came to one. By myself, and then the second time, you're oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. time y'all come, I try to pull up, right, so right, right. right. Nah. We, we had one really dope show in Atlanta, and we had one whack show in Atlanta, yeah, yeah. So I think we hope it, yeah. it was the dope show that y'all pulled up there, too. <laughs> right, right, oh, right. no, we also seen them because when he's speaking about whack at the one, um downtown where we went yeah yeah that's, yeah, that's where it was see we yeah. don't speak about that one too much yeah we was a little hot that night <laughs> yeah. 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 that's a fact <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't see the real thing man i seen the performance and i and again ever since i listened to it i listened to i believe that was an album that was on apple music that you have or spotify yeah yeah, yeah i've been blasting that shit ever since yeah. i swear y'all music is dope by the way but love no love man love so what i want to go ahead and go back into doing is we're going to go ahead and tell the story of how y'all guys got into music for sure for sure music music got into me you feel me like i'm, I'm gonna give an extended version of it like the reason i got into rap when i was little i went to um i went to catholic schools i went to all white catholic schools and so i used to cut up a whole lot because they used to fuck with me and so they used to make me take anger management classes and my anger management teacher was like uh you should try writing down your feelings and so i started and then i used to get bored with it so i was like i'm making around and then i started rapping mm-hmm. and then you know it happened yeah that's yeah. what's up. That's, 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 that's hard. Right. That's hard. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, music was, like I said, music was something that was introduced to me probably through the womb as part of my father. Because, like, music is 
very much a part of his life. And so growing up, growing up in a household with my father, music was a part of my life. And so from that, that's how I got introduced to just the foundations of music. And then introduced into like the business of music would be, well, introduced to the creation of music would be Odie James. And introduced to the business of music would be CJ, Uncle CJ. Word. So okay. it's a lot of layers, but I've always had music a part of my life. Word. Man, what's up with all these like super deep, profound answers? Well, they're true. You say what? I was like, we know y'all have to go against the grain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all just started out. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. But she, you know, you know, I, I really ain't got nothing much, really, for real, for real. Except, like, in high school. <clears throat> and me and Brittany went to high school to, uh, together, by the way. You know, I just go Wolves. That. You know what I'm saying? Go Wolves. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, like, I started singing in the chorus. Um, it was probably my junior year of high school. And it's funny because, like, that same year, like, somebody was telling me that I couldn't sing. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, in, in, in my class. Word. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, nah. I was like, no, no. I know what the fuck I can do. Hold on. Nah, facts. You know what I'm saying? You got me <laughs> fucked up. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I joined the chorus. And then they end up, you know, putting their foot where they mouth at. And then, you know, that was, yeah, the rest is history from there. For real, for real. I mean, I probably started, um... Like, uh, interested in actually wanting to do music, though, uh, probably, like, around 2012. And I always tell the story, but it was Trinidad James when he dropped I'll Go Lyric Thing. I was like, damn. <laughs> Classic. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, damn, if he can do it, I damn sure can do it. Word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's just how I felt about it. Word. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, that's that's cool because, you know, I tried to start my rapping career one time. Um I said in all the podcasts, you know, I went in the mirror. I, I had the fires, gun bars, and all that. Like I was really gangster. I thought I was fifty. Um, but yeah, you know, I after I let a few friends listen to me rap, I was like, nah, it's not for me. I think podcasting's me. But uh, yeah, <laughs> just to put that out here. You know what, you know what, for real, it's a lot of respect for you realizing that. Word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of niggas who just keep going. You know what I mean? That's that's a fact, and that's the next point. I, that's that's funny you say that because that was the next point that I was actually going to get into is that you know with with the music that you listen to is there first I'm, it's a two part question who are some of your inspirations that you listen to and like with do you think that the with the age of where music is going now is there things that you want to change about it mm. well me like I grew up really like limited as far as my uh, music palette. Um, it was all gospel for the most part. Word. Um, why you so soulful? Hey, for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and to be honest, like, I probably, uh, growing up, I think I listened to a lot of, uh, Rance Allen, Rance Allen, and got down, uh, Lee Williams and the Spiritual QCs, you know what I'm saying? And it's so, it's so interesting because I feel like, like, now I'm starting to realize that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't realize that at first, but, like, as far as hip-hop, though, you know, of course, three stacks, Andre oh, 3000, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's that's really, like, the gospel and then outcast. I'll just say that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I often expect you, bro. You say what? 
I'm finna check you because you said Andre you ain't say big boy. Ah, damn. You, damn. <laughs> hey, you right. You right. It's a lot of talk. You right. Hey, I am high. So, you know. So, <laughs> so, yeah. It's a you lot really of outcasts. I feel like as far as bass head jazz, mm. outcast is a huge inspiration. Word. But yeah. I feel like the pressure is always there to like have that appeal and have that mainstream appeal and for a lot of people to kind of like fuck with you mm. because in a sense you want a lot of people to validate you. My bad. No, so, the pressure is there, but the influence of like the specific people that you know have shaped you will always maintain. What, no, are, that's what are some of the artists for you? Because you said like you was growing up listening to music. Like what? What are some of the songs or artists that your dad played? My dad played Sade, In Vogue, Escape, Earth, Wind, and Fire, mm -hmm. and then from him playing all of those people, because I was such an inquisitive child, I would look up other shit. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I would listen to that. So their music was related to that. Word. And then he had a lot of CDs and records. So I was always listening okay. to stuff. Okay. And that opened a lot of different various music genres up for me. Mm -hmm. Hey, y'all remember them, um, my bad, you know what I'm saying? But like them big ass CD cases. That people used to have all oh, the CDs. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Right. oh, yeah, my sister had that. Yo. <laughs> Well, you don't take it back from right now. <laughs> 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 People had collections. Niggas used to be trading and shit. Like, yo, give me your 50 cents. I give you my 50 You feel me? I bring it back to my house. I'm for real. For real. I'm for real. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The influences on my end, man, like, I like Outkast. Outkast was my first rap CD that I ever got stank on it. Um, and I used to like, I had no life when I was a kid. You feel me? I ain't had no friends. So what I do is I just listen to that CD in my room, but I had the little booklet that had the words in it. And like to this day, I can rap about 98% of that CD. Because I used to sit down after school and learn the words to it. Um, after that, um, my influence was all fucked up, man. I was a G unit baby. You feel what I'm saying? I wanted Max. to kill niggas. Every song. You feel what I'm saying? Every song, somebody got to die. But uh, I grew out of that influence. And it's just a, it's a, it's a wild, I like poetic shit. You know what I'm saying? I like things that are, people listen to music for different things. A lot of times I listen to music for emotional resonance. Mm -hmm. So there could be a wide spectrum or a wide uh, gap as far as skill sets. But if I listen to some shit and I feel like I'm getting to know this person or if I'm listening to this shit and I feel like I can relate to this story or I want to relate to this story, it's going to make me a, 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 a fan. And I think anybody that you're a fan of becomes an influence. True. Mm. That's true. Now, I, 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 when you said the G unit, you know, that's that's what I kind of grew up on. I grew up on the biggie. My my my, my dad's side of the family's from New York, so they like influenced me on a lot of New York stuff. So you know what I'm saying? So like when I first heard Biggie, my, my parents was like, nah. You know what I'm saying? I even because my mom used to listen to nothing but a gospel. Kurt Franklin was her number one artist of all time, you know what I'm saying? That's a fact. But not that's I always try to find out like just and definitely with the um influences because you know a lot of people are influenced by a lot of different things you know what I'm saying like a lot of people say they listen to music you know I was only grown on you know hip hop 
but I hear people put change different things in hip hop, and and it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's why I always ask, you know, because some people I like, say they like country. I hate country. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna listen to another country song hey, another day uh, of my life. But, you know what I'm saying? I gotta say this. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't really listen to country, but have you ever listened to like old blues though? That's what. Nah, but that's country. Yeah. But it's like, that's country music. It's a difference between folk and country. It's a well, fine yeah. line yeah. between like yeah. folk and country. You know how like folk yeah. and blues. It's a real I don't know why niggas hate country so much because that shit's so relatable. That's Maybe. like the white folks music is hella relatable. Right. Right. I would just country rather, comes from blues. I'd rather right. hear it come from a blues artist or a folk artist versus. So are you saying? <laughs> are you saying that you don't like the style of which they approach it? That's for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just way too like it's not. It's just way too slow for me, and I feel like they really more more they're they're more talking than they're actually singing. For me, that's why I just be like, eh. But it's, the last time I listened to a country song, I don't know what artist this was, was uh, he was talking about how he was drunk on his horse. Like, literally, that's all the song was about him that being drunk on his so horse. That can mean so many things, though. Anyway, when you think deeply about stuff, people like, that can mean so much. Yeah. I relate to that. So, I I'm going to tell you. Because, I'm gonna hey, I literally just thought about <laughs> be drunk on it. That means well, you, you. That means you ain't got hey, no control. Or you can be you like love no drunk. Hey, you can hey, be love speak, drunk also. Hey, speak on it. Wait, hey, hold on. Hey, yeah, no, I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So, but that that well for me that just goes <laughs> to the you know to show like there is a a language barrier in every aspect of music. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Every genre, but it's just getting past that language barrier to understand True. certain shit. Now that's 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 to so. Yeah. I totally understand that point. I tried to give it, but once I heard the the first syllable, the first words was "drunk on my horse," I was like, "I right, I can't relate to it." But now you telling me that I need to go back to the song and actually listen <laughs> yeah. to see what the horse is relating to. Like, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. What is this horse? But see, <laughs> but it's like if I look up a, a biggie a biggie tape, I oh in the streets. All right, I, I'm not in the streets, but I know a little bit about it. You know what I'm saying? I can relate I to that. I feel like you might not be able to relate to the physical action of what they're talking about, mm. but everybody can relate to the emotional feel of what they're talking about. Yeah. So so if somebody says, you know, I had a hard time, I had to do this, I had to do that, and whatever they're talking about, you may not relate to the actual thing that they're talking about, but you can relate to how it felt to be in that type uh, of position. For real, for real, for real. For whatever it is. And I'm, I'm to that point, I'm glad. My you, G, oh, go ahead, my bad. You may not have been drunk on a horse, but shit, you may have been drunk driving. I, we don't promote that, you know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? That's a that's a that's a a, a comparative thing. Is like you know you in a place where you traveling and you fucked up. You supposed to be responsible. You supposed to be aware, but you fucked up. You feel me? Word. Yeah. For all my country, <laughs> most definitely. For all my country listeners, you know, I apologize if I came at y'all music. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I might I'm gonna give it back a chance. You know what I'm saying? They convinced me. I ain't gonna lie. They convinced me. But um. <laughs> The second part of the question I asked, I was saying, you know, is there something in hip hop that you actually listen to that you think it change? Um, the reason why I asked that is because um, for me, you know, I listen to I, I listen to all different types of hip hop. I'm a huge hip hop head. And um, just the way that hip hop is moving in a, some some of the, I'll say the trap music. I'm not going to even lie to you. Uh, trap music. Um, it's 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 I think it's taking a dark turn. You know what I'm saying? I felt like when it started, it was like. <clears throat> It explained about how somebody was living it actually in the trap to now it's about everybody saying the same thing in different words. So I think what what I would change about that is I would change just just the dynamics of how how dark it's getting. You know what I'm saying? Because um, 
the more and more I keep seeing new stuff of these new artists, it's like they're talking about people's dead homies and stuff like that. And it, it's really, really mind blowing that it's going in that direction. But yeah. I would definitely want to change something like that. But yeah, if y'all want to elaborate on that, you know, if you if you do, if you don't, it's cool. But that's one thing I would want to change in hip hop. Sure. I, I talk about it all the time. I personally love trout. You know what I'm saying? Music is the art itself. You Word. know what I'm saying? But I will say, like, yeah, like, as far as the dark shit, it's, it, it's getting, it's it's always been around, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's getting, like, very unfiltered, you know what exactly. I'm saying, like, right now. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm gonna tell you, go ahead. My bad. Now, I'm going to tell y'all some shit, man. Like, as far as rap shit is concerned, niggas going to think I'm, I'm speaking spook, you feel me? But the devil collecting souls. Yeah. That's why shit getting all crazy and whatever, whatever it is you want to call the devil, whatever whoop de whoop. I feel like a lot of niggas is using dark energy to get to where they at. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Word. Like you, they promoting it. You feel what I'm saying? But all of that comes with a cost. You know what I'm mm. saying? Any, any, um, it's like yeah. Faust. Word. The rap yeah. industry is like Faust right now. You know what I'm saying? And there was a time I can't say what particular time, but there was a time where mainstream rap sold its soul. And whenever you sell your soul, man, motherfuckers finna come collect it. Yep. And so, as far as changing it, this shit like evolution, man. Niggas gonna keep dying off. And that shit sound fucked up, but it is what it is. Nah, that's a yeah. fact. Niggas gonna keep dying off until that shit ain't hit them. Right, right, right. Nah, well, that's the real shit. I feel like, as far as like the industry and it getting dark, it's like people are trying to obtain this certain type of notoriety and fame so quickly and so fast. And it's not organic. So, when it's not organic, you're gonna try to get it as fast. As convenient as you can, and you got to go about means of doing that in a way that's not worthy. Word. And you you might have to sacrifice something. So it's like, as far as where it's going, I'm not even worried about that because that's not where I'm going. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Because I know it's already in me, and it's always in me. It's been in me before. Mm-hmm. So it's like I see, it, and it's always temptation, but it's like exactly that's not even me. Exactly. Indeed, indeed, yeah. I've been doing a lot, like a like a lot of spirit work or grounded work. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's also another you know lesson that I keep learning as I do my practice. You know what I'm saying? Like it's really about you know just maintaining yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because the rest of the shit gonna be here. Like I said, it's been around. You know what I'm saying? But it's whether or not you gonna participate in it. Exactly. Exactly. And that's that's just for me. You know. when I lit, I've really listened to like bars. I'm, I'm a you huge bar. Like I listen to what you're saying, and um, it, it's it's just crazy. And like, and it makes sense that what all y'all said is just like the things people say to get people's attention, just so that they, they they can be on another platform. You know what I'm saying? It's like, do you is it really worth it? You know what I'm saying? Always having to look over your shoulder and stuff like that. People coming after you and stuff like that. It's it's mind blowing to me. You know what I'm saying? But again, I, I'm about. That's why I love listening to music that's really independent, where people are really making music what they want to make. You know what I'm saying? It's not about yeah. what what is the masses want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad y'all, y'all, y'all. Well, Brittany, you have anything to say on that point? Oh, oh, you can go ahead, Uncle. <laughs> go ahead. See I think there's always been like two types of artists. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like you got the artists that understand where people are at now, and they aim for where people are at now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that becomes disingenuous because what you're doing is solely to attract ears. And then you have people who, you know, what I'm saying who got them. It's coming from their heart, but they also realize that artists 
have the ability to shape society. Word. So you have people who always shoot a little bit uh, ahead of the curve as far as the content that they put out. And that may be a little bit harder to reach people because you got so many, like, TV dinners. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's not a lot of people who even recognize that they need real food. But once that <laughs> shit starts kicking the folks' ribs, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's, it's much harder to... Uh, it's, it's, it's like... Um, uh, Machiavelli the Prince, man. They break down the two ways in which you can take over a territory. And the first way is to come from like a wealthy family or come from influence and this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. And in that way, it's easy to get the territory, but it's, it's also easy to lose. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, second way is through character. You know what I'm saying? By having a character that people decide to follow and decide to be in love with. And the second one is one of the hardest ways to get it, but it's damn near impossible once you do get it off those terms. Word. Now that's real. That's real. Yeah. You got anything you want to say? <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say, going back to what Jeremy was saying about um, it's always been dark. I mean, even going back to like Biggie, Biggie and Tupac beef was very dark. But <laughs> like, well, it wasn't. It, it's not well, even so much about beef, I guess. I think it's so much about what you're willing to give for yourself. Yeah, yeah word. And, and when you say that, to me, it's just like it goes to what he just said. It's just really unfiltered. It's like, you know, we had. It's like it was like rules, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Where how far you could take it. Now it's just like, how far will you go? I'll go ten times farther than you. But you know what I'm saying? Is it even about taking it far, or is it more about like taking it too far, or releasing that out into the world? Because mm. whatever they had going on, it was very public. Yeah. And like facts. the thing about it is, humans we go through stuff all of the time. But is the big part about it is when you can handle it between you and whatever person that is. And it gets handled versus the world exactly. knows about it. Yeah. And when the world knows about it, that's multiple people coming in on some stuff they don't even know about. Or it's like different. Mm-hmm. different fan in the flames. Folks ain't really cut. Go ahead. Go ahead Hello? Oh, what's CJ? Oh, I, I think, you know what I'm saying? Once that happens, man, you got people who ain't even concerned with finding the solution. They just want entertainment. Nah, facts. You feel me? Yep. And so where it goes, it don't it don't matter to them. Whereas, shit, if me and Odie have a disagreement, and let's say I do go talk to somebody, let's just, let's say I do talk to Sid. They said I ain't feeling this, that, and the third. That's somebody that's being involved with it, that's invested, and that's coming to a solution. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And a peaceful solution, as opposed to you get on the internet mm-hmm. and yo know, fuck this nigga. Da, 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 da. You ain't gonna have nothing but people boosting that up because most people. Move off of like lower vibrational, yeah, yeah, right. tendencies. You know what I'm saying? So they're not gonna try to do no conflict solution, right? Because that's the that's the hard thing to do. The easy thing is to goddamn boost the niggas up and have these niggas kill each other. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, yeah. I mean, comparing that to like the uh, Tupac and Biggie beef, and then at some point when Jay Z and Kanye were at odds, you know, they chose. They could have made like you know public, beef yeah. records and stuff like that, but they didn't. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, it could be. Or it's just they just didn't play into it. No, it's it's you know it, it's just little batteries that are being being put on people's backs. And well, now with the age of social media, now it's just made it ten times worse yeah. for me. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think there's a such thing as healthy competition too. No, that's true. Because as humans, we're competitive. So you might see somebody and be like, okay, I see what she, I see what, I see what they doing. Word. Let me see, let me see if I can up my ante. And then it's like, kind of okay, I respect what you're doing. You respect what I'm doing. It's a healthy thing. But then you go into the territory of like, 
I'm trying to take down what you're doing because mm. I feel a certain type of way. Word. Well, and, and that's like, you know, um, I, I watch a lot of podcasts and, you know, a lot of people talk about podcast beef. Like, that's the new thing now. You know what I'm saying? What's <laughs> a podcast? Beef. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, what is I a podcast? Know. But and see, and my thing, my thing about it is if I don't even know you, bro, if we're, we're on the Internet and, you know, somebody says, oh, Kelvin said this. Ooh, ooh, it's like, bro, first of all, I'm a podcaster. I've never met you a day in my life. We really don't have no beef. You're just allowing somebody that's saying that I said something that gets you into some, you know, a situation that I'm not even about to even entertain. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like musically that should be that way too. If you, yeah. if if these two people are famous and they don't know yeah. each other, and one says one about the other, if you don't really know that person, I don't really think it's really truly beef. It's just. It's just inter the entertainment is really in that person's head, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know none of these niggas for real. But, exactly. you know but the, the, go ahead, bro. The thing is, I feel like the folks who be boosting that shit, man, they the folks who ain't even from that life. Because if you didn't see shit go left and you see how quick shit could go left, man, you don't real, put bro. that shit on people's heart. You know what I'm saying? Word. Like a nigga that done really seen some shit and really been around some shit and really seen how, like, I done seen situations go left in a blink of an eye. Boy. That shit ain't cool to be around. You know what I'm saying? It's just lame motherfuckers who 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 who, who got down fetishizing shit and romanticizing shit that want more more drama. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's like that's exactly nigga, what you, you feel me? If you ever been around that shit, that shit sickening. Mm -hmm. You feel yeah. me? Like yeah, like you ever really lost somebody? You know what I'm saying? Or you never really seen like not even heard about. Like, if you'd have never seen a motherfucker get their head blown off, that shit will make you throw up. Yeah, nah, it's, 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 it will make you sick. It's, it's, it's for real, you know what I'm saying? And shit, I know me and CJ, for, for instance, like, we talk about a lot of situations where we see, like, how people are trying to portray a certain image, but they really not like that. Yeah, you know exactly. We know they not like that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because, like, we've experienced certain things, you know what I'm saying? Word. So it's like, damn, like, you really, like... Bringing that into the music in the creative space, bro? exactly. Like, that's what you really want to do. Like, we we don't need that. You yeah, know exactly. Saying? And and you know that's that's one thing I've always been true to myself about. I, I tell people all the times, like, yeah, I lived in the hood, but I'm not in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ain't I'm, no hood, nigga, but a nigga from the hood. Don't know who. That was on this boy shit. Shit, fat, mobile. Yeah. That's that's some real shit. I'm telling you, like I, I don't I don't understand the street life. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna sit here and act like I do just so people will listen to me because oh yeah, you know I, I think that's the weirdest thing in the world because and that's also gonna get you in a lot of shit that you don't want to be in either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that I, I just want I just wanted to ask about that, but let's get back to y'all. You know I had to talk about the real the, the shit I don't want to talk about, but anyways, you know what I'm saying? But um. How did how did y'all all come together as a group? Because I know you know all three of y'all have different Man. stories when it comes to music. How did y'all come together as one group? That's Man. three different stories too. Yeah, there you go. See, <laughs> uh, three different perspectives for real. Like for me, okay, so it, this actually started probably uh, either the end of 2016 or 17. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. CJ. I I can't you know I can't remember exactly, but. Me and CJ, we opened up for Big Crit, or, or I should say CJ did, mm -hmm. and then I was like, you know, assistant. And we talked about, before we got on stage, that uh, I think he he was going to New York at the time, and mm -hmm. uh, like right, like, I, the week after or something like that, and we um we said, yeah, like, one of these days, after doing this show together, you know what I'm saying, we're gonna, we gonna do a group. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're gonna have a group. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, 
Fast forward. What what year was that? Said or that no, that might have been 2017. 2017. Yeah. And um I think I I met Sid. I think I met you the year prior. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um yeah. anyway. <laughs> I don't know how it is in your story. For sure. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Right. But um yeah, so like we was I think I came back to Mobile from um from being in New Orleans and I met Sid and we were like just creating, you know what I'm saying, just randomly together, you know what I'm saying? And um I think one day I heard her <laughs> we were painting in my uh in my dad's backyard and uh I was playing some beats, you know what I'm saying, that I was gonna, you know, make make a song to and she started singing to one of them. You oh, know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, well, she started humming. I'm like, hold on, what's what's going on over here? You know what I'm saying? So then um that very same year it was a surprise cj came back to mobile from new york mm. you know what i'm saying and we said okay yeah we're gonna make this group you know what i'm saying we're gonna make this group and since i knew that she was you know singing and she i would actually ask her to uh, be my backup singer mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but since i knew she was doing that i was like hey she she could be in the group too and then also well now nah, i'm gonna let somebody else tell the rest of that you know what I'm saying? <laughs> go ahead go ahead. yeah well I know I met Odie in 2016. Mm. We started hanging out. It's similar. We started making music and doing our thing. And then he was telling me about this project that somebody named Foster that lived in New York was, was creating. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, okay, you know, he's doing something. You want to do some background? I think you sound good. I'm like, I'm cool. So we started doing it. And then um, Foster so came back from New York. Can I get off? And I was like, okay, well... He came down here. I met him. We started going to the studio. They, start, they started making music because they were creating something, a project called Bass Edge Jazz. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I've been in the background. I'm cool because I was just now getting into, like, the professional side of music. Word. And so I was like, okay, I'll do some background, you know. That's a great opportunity for me. And so when I started doing it, I met them, and then we had chemistry. We started doing music. We started talking. We started hanging out. And so it was like, okay, I'm gonna do a song, and then that came, <laughs> that became something yeah. else entirely. And so, from what for me, it was like that's when it became bass edge jazz. When I became from like a background to the actual a part of something. Big facts. Big facts. From my from my perspective, I met Odie in like 2013. I was just moving back home from Huntsville. I was in school in Huntsville. I was just coming back home. And uh, I just bump into him in different places. I seen him at a poetry spot first. So I knew he did poetry before he did music. And then he worked at a gas station near my crib. <laughs> and so I come in there, for real, I was like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? It's you, you feel me? So we ended up kicking whatever. He started letting me listen to some of the music that he had. And I always thought that, uh, he he had one of the most unique sounds that I'd ever heard. And so at that time, when he talks about, like, you know, opening up for crit and whatever, like, I kind of made it a point to keep him close to me, you know what I'm saying? To be like, you know, show, show him some things. Because I thought he had a lot of talent. Mm -hmm. And when I moved to New York, he moved to New Orleans. And we stayed in contact. And one day, I don't know, I, don't, I think I was getting off the subway. And I was just like, we had already done songs together. We already had a rapport as far as working together. I'm like, hey, bro, we should just do a group. And he was like, yeah, he was cool with it. He was telling me about this girl that he met while he was down there. And she could do background vocals and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I came home, 
And uh, he introduced me to Sid. Sid didn't like me. <laughs> Sid didn't say nothing to me. Uh-huh. Sid, uh-huh. Sid just thought I was a dusty. I was like, damn, man, that's messed up. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> uh, dusty. after after a little while, you know, everything everything really started coming together, and you, uh, you could see Sid getting a lot more comfortable with it. Um, and the first time I heard her rap, I didn't know she rapped oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, until three, four months into it, because she sent a voice memo rapping over one of the beats that I sent. And I was like, oh, shit, she's really dope. And we kind of had to, like, you know, be like, hey, you know, you're bass head dads, too. Because it was a time, shit, where you was committed to be in the background. It was like, nah, this is what y'all got going on. Right. We was like, nah, it ain't going to be right without all three of us. I was coming to every single Yeah, like, she didn't want to be on the cover. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? Like, oh, snap. But, yeah, that's how it came about. And I can say personally, like, I have been doing music by myself for so long. Um... That this is one of the what's good with you, brother? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you told me so. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come holler. Um, oh shit! <laughs> but, <laughs> <That's perfect. laughs> once, 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 once all that started happening, it's, it's just been a really huge growing experience for me to be able to have two other people on this journey with me. Word. And uh, I'm really grateful for it. Yeah. Word. Word. So what are some things mm-hmm. of being in a group that's actually different from actually like working on like on a solo project? Like what what, what are the differences? Well, you have to communication. The communication. You have there to wait on mm-hmm. everybody. Ah. Communication. And you just have to like be on the same page. Like you have to. Yeah. There's no other way. Yeah. You mm-hmm. have to all agree on this specific situation. Indeed. So that it can happen. Because everybody, if everybody's not on the same page, if, if everybody doesn't know, and then that's also hard because everybody has different things going on. So if everybody's not in like the same type of atmosphere, it's just not going to work. Gotcha. And that's hard when it's just not you. Yeah. Now, that's a fact. Has it ever came to a like a situation where it's like two out of three? Agree with something, doing oh, yeah, something. Yes. Definitely. We, oh, man. we always do the two to three. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. I, I was gonna say we, we do that in our podcast too. It's yeah, like ten yeah. of us and we were just like, All right, if seven of us say yeah and the other three say no, it's like yeah. bro, you you gotta rock with it. Like it's, it, you might hate it, but you know majority rules. I'm gonna let you know I'm 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 such a sore loser, I hate that shit. I'll be hating that shit. I'll be one my way. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> No, See, they I, want it right. <laughs> I understand it because I, I I tried it. I when I hear, I'm like, damn, I hate when I lose, dog. But what's a um, what's an instance where you disagree with them? Um, damn. Uh, ooh, shit. That's you gotta think about something like that. I mean, come back to me. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, it was probably the first time with me. Would probably would have been the song choice. When we were first working on like one of our first projects, and we were trying to choose like this song that was kind of R and B, kind of sensual, and we were just like, <laughs> CJ was just like, nope, I ain't, nope, you know, and I'm not gonna seek it because of reason. So we were like, but no, this song is this song. I ain't go front. That's the only time in basehead jazz history. Oh, y'all niggas mad at me. Didn't work, bro. Word. He was he was committed to like nah. <laughs> I ain't. Doing I'm gonna this. tell y'all the story though. I'm gonna tell y'all why. I'm gonna tell y'all why. 
I'm gonna tell y'all why. All right, so before Basehead Jazz became a thing, like right in the beginning of it, I was in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? And this particular person was somebody that I honestly thought that we were gonna go all the way. You feel what I'm saying? I thought we were gonna get cat kids, and we didn't we didn't thought of the name for the kids, and this that, and the third, right? So then we end up, you know, what I'm saying, not working out. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, it's just the right now thing. You know what I'm saying? Like we gonna we gonna double back because shit, we done been together for however long. So the song that we made in a moment of you know however I was feeling, I referenced uh, doing what I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As a single man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was speaking about single life, but then I started thinking, like, the more and more, I was like, damn, if she hears this, she's really going to feel a way. Yeah. You feel know I me? Mean? And I knew she was going to hear it. So I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know the song is dope, but at the at the, at the the price of what? You feel know what I'm saying? Because I got something that I'm trying to reconcile on this end, and basically, Jazz ain't going to marry me. So, <laughs> you feel know I me? Mean? I was trying to I was trying to work it out like that, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we can put that motherfucker out now, though. <laughs> That's the type of thing you gotta go. That's the type of thing you gotta go through when you're in a freaking group. But hey, it's being true to yourself, though. It's being true. Hey, I respect it. I respect it. Like for real, like you know what I'm saying. Like I knew the person. You know what I'm saying that he was. You know, uh, dealing with and whatnot. So I had immense respect for for it. But you know, my inner core was like, God damn, damn. Like you know what I'm saying. But you know. That's like like see it say that's the communication and the the um the agree agreements mm-hmm. you have to come to. Word. You know what I'm oh, we had to decide on it. Like you okay, know what I'm we have to like and for real like. But it took some time. It took it, it took a minute. It took. And a minute. I ain't gonna lie, that's probably that's probably that's probably the only song with a one outnumbered the two. Because yeah. <laughs> both of y'all was with it, and I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Y'all ain't gonna make me put this shit on. <laughs> So, shit. Fight me, goddammit. You know hey, we, pra- look, we, we practiced that motherfucker. Look, that's a, I, I I tried to convince him so many different ways. Like, different I, was like I was like, damn, like, how can I be creative about this shit today? Nah, this nigga See, fuck this and the thing is with Odie, the thing is with Odie. The thing is with Odie, Odie is so goddamn influential. And he knows how to use influence. It's certain times you talk to Odie, you gotta just corner that nigga in the corner in the conversation, like no, Word. no, because he gonna find five other ways to bring it up, For real, five different angles to come at it with, and then you're like, no, bro, I'm not doing this. Nah, I, I understand that, man. I understand that. It's like, you know, I, I'm the creative director, and I'm just I, sometimes I'd be like. Man, I'm trying to use that title one time. You know, I gotta keep that one ticket in my pocket. I'm the creative director. I say no, but nah, I ain't gonna do that. That ain't I'm gonna get a lot of phone calls after this. But man, we said majority rule. You know what I'm saying? But nah, that's cool. But I, I also want because I'm trying. I really want to understand, like, because you know, I said before, my dream was to be an artist, and that died very quick. Um, what are some things when y'all go to the studio? Like, what are some things that you do that just uh, that just helps you just be like, yeah. Well, you know what? Let me back it up. What are your what what is your process when going to the studio making a song? Well, for me, give thanks. I record myself now. You know Word. what I'm saying? And I think, you know, that hey, has, that has extended or, or exalted like my creative potential. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cuz I'm just in my zone no matter what's going on, you Word. know Cuz I'm in my four four walls in my own house, you know what I'm saying? Word. So that's that's you know, it's lovely for me. So, that's really the, the whole everything. Just mm. being at home. Record. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I I don't know. I don't really have a process. What I like to think about is me like being, you know how they say, act like you're dancing in the room on your own, yeah, like in your room yeah. by yourself. You know, so I try to put myself in that mindset where I'm the most comfortable, the most like able to express myself, the most vulnerable, the most, you know, and that's how I go at it. And I try not to be too under the influence of anything. Oh man, yeah, yeah, that, because yeah. I've learned that affects. Big fact. I feel that. I feel it. I feel it. Big fact. Hey, I, I ain't gonna lie. Um, no. Oh my, go ahead, dog. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Just tell about the one time. No, nah, I had one time. No, I did get drunk and sang a record, and that shit was nice. I felt like I was like, you know, like a '70s artist. You Word. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? The only thing I was missing was the slick hair. Oh, word. That shit was groovy. That shit was groovy. Big facts. Big facts. Um, I got down. I don't know, man. I just be feeling it. Word. You know what I'm saying? If I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. Feeling if it. not, you know. You said what? Nah, go ahead. I will add lips. <laughs> like you, I think, appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, man. I'll be, I, I, just as long as it's good energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like sharing space. Um, I don't like sharing that creative space because I think that there's something, there is something sacred about creating. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to share that space with energy that I'm not sure of. Or energy that you know what I'm saying, like I just don't rock with. You know what I'm saying? So as long as it's good energy, I'm 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 down with whatever. Um I do like weed. I do like to oh. smoke weed while I create. Mm-hmm. Um but other than that, I'm not I'm not I'm not super picky. You know what I'm saying? I've I recorded in like really fancy studios, I recorded in really like trapped out studios and the result from what I've experienced is all in the effort. Yep. You feel me? Like you can have the best equipment in the world, but if you know what I'm saying you don't have people who are on one accord and agreement and what they're trying to create and the type of things that they're trying to create with this time, then it's not gonna come out right. You know what I'm saying? True. But then again at the same in the same breath, you feel me, you can have uh shit, you know what I'm saying? You can have some bullshit equipment. You know what I'm saying? But if people are on the same accord and the spirit is right, people are gonna feel that shit. Facts, facts. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been a situation where you invited somebody over and you had to tell them to leave from the studio? Like, or in, even in your creative space? Not for me. I've had somebody, I've told somebody they can't come. Oh, before they even come. Like, yeah, uh, you know, I'm, don't I'm doing some. I just, it's just not the time. Yeah, 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 but yeah, while they're yeah, over no. there, no. I, well, the only reason I asked, like, uh, podcasting, I had to tell somebody, like, while we we're on the microphone, like, hey, bro, you got to leave. Oh, yeah, because it, it it wasn't because what they were saying. It was just that they're just super drunk. <laughs> like they like they were so drunk to the point they didn't even say anything and fell asleep. Oh, so like after he woke up, I was like, yeah, bro, you know it's time to go. Uh, <laughs> tap you a little bit, you know. Um, good luck. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. But that's why I always ask. Like I've heard situations or studios where people you'll know, invite somebody and they don't come in with the actual seriousness of coming in there to record and they you just like hey bro like you're doing too much for me i can't make my song and i'm paying for the hours for it and yeah you got to go you know what i'm saying but that, and, and that's like cj how you said earlier you was like you know your creative space is sacred that's how i feel about my office when i'm podcasting like yo this is a sacred spot if you're not here to podcast go ahead and walk out the door 
Yeah, if you're not here to if you're not here to add to the energy, you know what I'm saying? Word. If you're not here to add to to, to what we trying, you're not here to contribute to it, you can get the fuck on. Word. Big facts. I didn't kick folks out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't kick plenty of folks out. Nah, it's real. It's Big real. facts. It's real. I mean, that's yeah. how I feel like. If, you, if you're not ready to come work, hey, yo, go dip. Dip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah, now it's like, and then, you know, because everybody says they do music, and then you Hold like on, over, and they're, they're just trying to have the party of a lifetime. You know what I'm saying? I, I've been in the studio once, and I've seen it, and I'm just sitting there like, so, so are we partying? No, oh no, I was just saying. First of all, I'm, I'm not partying at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm the most relaxed person. I'm the guy in the corner. Like, why is he sitting over there? You know, so I'm, I'm that person. But yeah, I was sitting there, and there everybody's partying, and I'm like, so yeah, this dude just paid like so much x amount of dollars for three hours, and that one song has been created. So, <laughs> you know, so, and they're trying to do it at the last forty five minutes. Ah, uh, hell no. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? This it, shit, like this shit. Like it's an everything, you know what I'm saying? To to a nigga like me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I create because I love this shit. Exactly. You know what I'm like this shit fun to hell. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm playing when I when I'm you know making music. Word. You know what I'm saying? And shit. I was go. I mean, I I got kids, so like I I really understand like the importance of having joy when you're doing something. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah, if you ain't contributing to, you know, like what brings me joy because. When I when I listen to my shit after I record it, I be I be jamming. Word, you know exactly. I be jamming, so I'm like, shit, that that needs to you need to reciprocate all that feeling. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. Do you, so do you do you guys come into the studio with written content already, or are you just listening to the beat and just hop on the mic and actually make the music? Shit, I mean, it varies. Yeah. Oh, at, yeah. at least for me. Yeah. You know, sometimes we come in, like, there's been a lot of things we've created where we've just heard the beat just now, and we've like, oh, we writing some right now. Oh, word. You know what I'm saying? Or sometimes we'll have something prepared, and we'll go in and record it. Man. We'll schedule it or whatever. My favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite ones is uh, we do a show called The Shindig. You know, we haven't done it, you know, you know COVID times. But anyway, um, we did a show called The Shindig, and it's a song that we uh, <laughs> developed a while ago me and Sid was on stage and Foster uh played the beat and we were just like Oh yeah <laughs> we were just like, Oh super tight super tight super tight uh-uh, super tight yeah. yeah super tight yeah and yeah we just came up with the chorus right there on the stage you know what I'm saying and like we ran in recorded That's big facts Oh, you good? <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> well, let me yeah. ask y'all this: so, just because you guys are, do you guys still record and do music? Ooh, somebody is breaking up. <laughs> okay, you good now? You good? It was just that the okay. microphone cable that came out. You just had to put it back in. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, you good? You good? You good? All G. All G. Okay. My bad. So, do you guys, um, you know, record music as a group and as individuals, like a like a Wu Tang situation? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think so, yeah, yeah. We all have our yeah. individual, you know, aspects that we bring to our, you know, our respective lives and everything. So, yeah, yeah. Mhm, mhm, mhm. And honestly, you know, what I'm saying like, I think there was a time where everybody's everybody was kind of putting everything into bass head jazz. Yeah. And I think it was really from 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 my standpoint, from my from my perspective, it it kind of built a lot of friction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think honestly, since everybody has gone back to 
putting into but not putting everything into still having things for their for their individual selves mm. i think it's made us stronger as a unit mm. no for sure for sure because like i guess like the songs mm -hmm. that y'all didn't disagree like agree on you could just use for your own project well yeah some like mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, and the aspect of just like when we first got together, it's, it always feels good when you first get together. Yeah. Between any relationship, whether it's friendship, romantic, or anything, yeah. like the the first couple of that year or two, it's like y'all both of y'all are putting in everything y'all have because it's new and you want to be able to like make a lasting impression. But like that at the after phase that's when it starts to kind of like after that honeymoon build, you know yeah. and then you go to that challenge of like okay so do you really want this is this really something that you're trying to get is this really something you're trying to maintain yeah exactly and so when that period comes in that's when you realize you have to put more work than you put in the first time because the first time was just like good feelings mm -hmm. but when those initial good feelings fade are you is this something that you really want to like impact your life so yeah. i mean speaking speaking on like the music and what i said earlier too like i mean like last night me and Sid, well Sid was really recording more more than anything like i was just excited it's excited you know like being right there listening to her record last night as i was three years ago Word. you know what i'm saying so like that's that's the feeling that gives me joy you know what i'm saying like i've been doing this shit for three years with with two people like like damn like i still i still fuck with this shit yeah exactly like, every time i hear some cj guy i'm like god damn yeah that's right that shit jamming you know what i'm saying and so yeah that's how it is for me true 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 that, that's that's cool because you know I, I mean a lot of things die off when they start you know what i'm saying yeah. so it, it's like i look back on how when i started podcasting i was like Oh shit! I'm still actually podcasting. You know what I'm saying? I'm like 60, 60 episodes in now. I'm like, eh, okay, yeah, I need to keep doing this. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, um, what, what with with your albums? I believe it's called. I'm trying to remember. Go ahead. You you want you want to give it a try? Give it a try. Go ahead. Let me eat. Eat time. Yo, yes, let me eat. I know it has to do. It, has, it was related to grits. I know yes, that. Yes, 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 sir. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, yes, sir. I'm trying to. Ooh. Yes, sir. Come on. How 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 your grit served hi. at the restaurant? What they what they give you? What what do they accompany? They're usually on the shrimps. No. Uh, you you give it all. You give it all. Man, that, that, you know what? I just had it. I'm not because he didn't say it. All right, hold up. Side of grit. Side, side of grit. Okay, it. there you go. Side of grit. That's it. That's I knew it. that. You know what I'm saying? No, I didn't. I'm kidding. But anyways, what when when I listened to that album, um, I'm just gonna say. It was beautifully put together. I'm just gonna say that first. Um, and one of the favorite songs you actually sing on. Um, it's actually money. Money, money cash. That's my favorite song. Yeah, cash shake money on the yeah. That's that's my favorite song right there. So tell me the process of how that album started. Like, how did that start? And what are y'all favorite songs on that? I I think I came up with that hook. Yeah, you did. That, you that, did. that hook yeah, is yeah. fire. Bro. I came up with that hook on some random. It wasn't on top of that beat. It was just on. It was just yeah, that's damn right, right. And so right. when he came over to um create with me, I had like wrapped it for him. He was like, "Oh, okay, that's tight." And then I don't know, like some months later, he had sent me a song. It was like, "Oh, you know, it sound good on this beat." And I was like, "Yeah, I remember that, that shit." Good. Yeah, that shit's fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, that's my favorite song yeah, right yeah, for real. Yeah, Cash Shape Money or the we we hopped out with that one. I ain't no friend, but yeah, like um, 
the it was it was interesting with the process because we spoke on it earlier like it was a time in the uh in the in the early stages of bass head jazz that Sid didn't feel like she was like actually in bass head jazz mm-hmm. so like you hear a lot of those songs she's not she doesn't have full verses or anything like that you know what i'm saying so a lot of those songs like were created like in the initial stage and then mm-hmm. along the way we 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 was able to put Sid into more songs gotcha. you know what i'm saying and then we was working on another project but you know we wanted to give like just a little taste you know what, I'm saying? what we had to offer you know what i'm saying that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's why we called it a side because it literally was a taste you know yeah, what I'm saying? That was that was a wonderful taste of music. Right. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna we, lie. When can we expect more? <laughs> oh man, I, y'all gonna take more pretty soon. Yeah, for real, for real. Pretty like, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> hey, are you still there, Cub? Oh, he must be holding on. Word. He must yeah. be holding on. So, so with this being the Modern Crowd Podcast, mm-hmm. one thing I always try to get is exclusive stuff. Okay. okay can you sure. give us anything exclusive? On what's coming up next what's coming up next okay cool you want to go ahead go well, ahead well what i know is coming up next is an ep okay that is coming up next you have the name for it but i can't oh welcome to the shindig okay welcome to the shindig okay. because the shindig is something that meant a lot to us as basehead jazz mm-hmm. and a lot to just the community that we've built here in mobile alabama specifically but we've been to a couple of other places but the shindig is, was a space where we could bring different people and have a community. We had art, we had music, we had vendors, all that type of stuff. And so that's a place where a lot of people feel familiar with us. Yeah. So this album is definitely a space where it continues that. It's right there, I'm at the game, huh? Little time, just pop it in there. Hello? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, my bad. Hey, you all good? We talking about Welcome to the Shindig, though. Oh, man. Yeah, man. We did something real. Uh, by the way, this is a side note. I'm in L.A. right now. I'm in a vintage store, and I just got asked about my hoodie. Um, You know, I got the yellow hoodie on. Oh, you got, you got asked about the I got the, I got the pulp hoodie on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we already have. We already have. So we got some. We got a new follow. Appreciate that, man. You have a good one. All right. Oh, yeah. We, we, oh, we got, we got more. Hit us up on Instagram. All right. Okay. Have a okay. good one, man. Okay. Okay. Hello. On the road, nigga. I Only see on the modern you crowd really? Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. Hardly home, but always repping, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Big facts. Hardly home, but always repping. Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> but, yeah. We're just telling her but, uh, the next thing we're working on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Take me to the Shindig, man. It's an honor of the, of the, of the greatest show that ever came through Alabama. For real. Um, we haven't been able to do that shit since COVID hit, and it's been a, it's been a, like a void that's that's kind of been left in the city since we started, since we stopped. And uh, so this is to commemorate that man, and and, and to commemorate like I feel like as far as basehead jazz, we are closing in on our first chapter. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Like everything that they just spoke about us getting to know each other in certain ways and having certain uh, difficulties and overcoming those difficulties. We're at the end of a first chapter, so it's kind of commemorating that. Yep. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yep. For sure. Mm-hmm. Y'all be on the lookout for that. Big old I just know that whenever that comes out, y'all are not going to be prepared. <laughs> but it's going to be amazing. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. She going crazy on that shit. Ooh, don't. Hey, she going stupid on that shit. I, was, I gotta listen to it. I gotta listen yeah. to it. Yeah. I'm don't telling you, side of grip was only the start. That shit. Hey, everything we do be slapping. You know, I don't even be humble about this shit no more. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to us, because, like, we just hard. Really hard. Like, ooh, we, we just hard. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. Big fact. Big fact. So, um, I know that you actually went on tour. Yes. Let's talk, let's talk about that. Um, how was it to go on? Was it, y'all, let me ask this. Your first time going on tour? Well, we went on, like, two. I, I, I would call them both tours. Like, we went on... Uh, I guess you could kind of call it like a Chitlin Circuit tour where we was just Birmingham, Atlanta, and you know, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Then we went to uh, New York. But um, wait, what was. Remind me the question again. So, have, have you been on tour? Before? tour. Is this your first time? Like, oh, when, when you went on tour, was it your first time going on tour? Or is it, was, was it something like it was an actual tour and, you know, that was the first time you've ever done it before? Well, we've been on the road. You know okay. What I'm saying? But I probably like. Because we did Birmingham and Atlanta back to back, I think. That yeah. Is, you know we did saying? Birmingham and Atlanta. We did New York. Um, it is like when you, we were on the road. And yeah. it was my first time. For sure. And so it was my first time in a place, especially something like New York. Because yeah. I'm from the South. I'm from Tuscaloosa. The furthest yeah. I've been is Louisiana. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs> so Louisiana. Oh, so New York was definitely something yeah. like this. Is a whole new atmosphere. Word. It's a whole new experience. I get to actually be around like this type of scene, as far as something that's nurturing art and music, and mm-hmm. and it was just an all around great experience for me. Word. So I guess being on tour and being on the road and being able to travel, doing something that you love to do. It was good. Every experience, even the bad experiences. And we had some, we had some shit we had to like, we went through some shit. But at the same time, when we I so did. Back, it's like, <laughs> I would go through it again if it meant that I could experience yeah, nah, it with like, like the people that I experienced yeah. it with. Yeah. And also just be able to do it again. Yeah. yeah nah, you know? The highs was nice. The highs are great and yeah. amazing. You know what I'm saying? Unbelievable. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, kind of speaking on what uh, Sid spoke about, like, the lows is what makes room for the highs. You feel me? Yeah. And I think in the midst of, even at our at our most difficult times, like, the type of person I am, especially at this point in my life, it's really hard to, 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 to get to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm quick there. I just don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of shit that I just don't care about. And so even when there'll be times where I'll be upset, or I'd be frustrated with 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 the situation, with, with, with whatever was going on. I had to realize the only reason I was being frustrated by it is because I cared. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And respecting that, you feel what I'm saying? Giving that the, nour- the, the, the nourishment it needs because it wouldn't even be affecting me if I didn't care. Right. Um, as far as like, like, and that's what I mean when I say the lows cut and make room for the highs. You feel what I'm saying? Like you can't you can't just want good times out of somebody. You know what I'm saying? You got to accept people as they, as they whole self, which means there's going to be times where y'all going to clash heads. There's going to be times, there's going to be things about them that you may not necessarily like or situations that you may not necessarily like. But when you love somebody, you love somebody for a root. Word. Now that's a fact. And those experiences are what make, you know what I'm saying? Like, for real, because speaking on like the honeymoon phase, it's, it's kind of like, it's a plant. You know what I'm saying? It's a flower. People see flowers and the first thing they see are petals. And that's the thing that everybody loves, and that's the thing that everybody want to smell. But the petals are the furthest removed from the root. Mm. For sure, for sure. 
It's the furthest removed from the seed. You feel what I'm saying? So once you understand that, you just take everything as it is. And as it is, base head jazz is the shit. And I'm so happy and grateful to have been a part of it and to continue to be a part of it. Word, word. So, you know, I want to go on tour one day. I'm so we can try. <laughs> I, mean, I, I told Jeremy when he first started doing music. Hold on, hold on. You, you, I'm you sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, Jay. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> you know, we go way back. <laughs> 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 like, flats on the left. <laughs> but when he first started doing music, I was like, I can do some oohs and ahs in the background. Nobody. Atlas, I'm so great. You know, you know. Still ain't taking me up on my offer. But you I'm going to drop my EP. Kelvin be talking about he doing music in the mirror. I be doing music on the low low, and I'm gonna drop my EP, but nobody gonna know it's me though. Hey, hey, like, who, hey, who hey! Tonight? Look, look, look! I ain't gonna front. Your shower singing game is fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, know yeah, you know what I'm saying? That that that's fine, but you know, yeah, yeah, we gonna leave it there. You mad? <laughs> <laughs> you are upset. Okay. Like, but now, you know, I've always wanted to go on tour, and you know, I wanted to export tour life, so. If y'all could tell me what 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 are the steps to actually get into the tour, and or you know how to set up a tour, yeah, yeah. and basically, um, how how was it actually touring? What 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 moves of transportation did you use? Like yeah. how did all how did all that work out? Basically, oh, so she, I won't start with transportation because like we went when we went to New York, we was on the mega bus. Word and boy boy boy, bitch ass mega bus, <laughs> the bitch ass mega bus. Boy, look. Big fat. Boy, I, we was in North Carolina, huh? I think they, they, mm -hmm. they had us stuck in North Carolina for like six hours. Ooh, that happened to me too one time, I man. Was like, nah, bro. What y'all doing? And them bitches ain't pay us nothing back. Dick. Wait, hold up. You ain't get your. Nah, we got it back. What are you talking about? Oh, well, somebody will look. That's a private conversation. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know. I know about that. We ain't going we ain't gonna air out our laundry on this podcast, but I ain't know that. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna call you. <laughs> oh man! Oh, they gonna get a you gonna get an IG call as soon as you got them phone hang up. We gonna make that work. Okay, for sure, for sure. But yeah, yeah, nah. Mm -hmm. Make a bus to New York, and that was a. That was an experience, but like you know, putting that together, like well, I'll say CJ put that together, mm. and um, yeah, but you know, like really, it's really just networking, you know what I'm saying? And for 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 oh, you just said the dirty word, oh, bro, ew, well, we networking, ew, ew. I mean, it can be, it can be, because you, you can talk to people, it can be. Shit. You might you know have to connect they with some end, people. They end a lot. Like, there's a lot of opportunistic spirits in networking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's one thing to like be on the lookout for opportunity. I feel like when you align and you align with the right people, opportunities present themselves. When you got an opportunistic spirit, that means, oh man, it's a motherfucking Rolls Royce. Yeah. Goals, hell yeah. But, um. Facts. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, you have to connect to that spirit sometimes. Yeah, you just gotta, well, you know, <laughs> well, you know, it just depends. You're right. Shit. It depends. That Sometimes way you, you might have to be that you get people on the payroll. What's up? That's why you get agents. Oh, yeah. You get, you know what I'm saying? That's one of the things that I'm realizing out here, moving out here, man. All of these artists, man, you can't talk to them motherfuckers. You can't talk to them one on one. Mm -hmm. 
you got to goddamn go through somebody. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's the process of weeding out, you know, bad vibes and all this, that, and the third. But at the level that we was at, yeah, you know, we had to, we had to get it out the mud, so we had to deal with them, them spirits as well. So it was all about who got it. But the thing is, them. the thing is with touring, like, it really ain't that hard. All you got to do is got down... Well, if you have a rapport with certain venues, you know what I'm saying, or build a rapport via email or go to an open mic, let the people see that you dope. You feel know I me? Mean? And then once you do that, you can just start hitting them up. Like, hey, I'm going to be in your city in October. Do you got any openings? You know what I'm saying? They'll tell you about the opening. Yeah. You open, you do you do that two, three more times, you got to tour to promote. For real, for real. You know? For real. Yeah, I mean... But I, I, I low-key want to get into more of, like, the managing aspects of routing and, you know what I'm saying, like, the logistics and how we can actually make more money than we're spending because a lot of people think that tour life is sweet, and it is, but you're going to come up off a lot of money. You may not make your yeah. return. You know what I'm saying? You may spend more it's money than you get. Lot. You know, uh, it's a lot that goes you may not have the most comfortable living arrangements. You know what I'm saying? We was in New York. We was all staying in a studio apartment. Right, right. Right. Mm. We were seeing the fuck out of each other every day. Because <laughs> you got to figure out where you stand. You have to figure out how much that costs for wherever you stand. How, how are you going to get up there? Mm-hmm. How are you going to get back home? Mm-hmm. How are you going to eat? Yeah. Are you going to be able to make money while you're up there? Mm-hmm. It's like, how are you going to be able to get weed? If that's a part of your budget, <laughs> you got to yeah, put that in. Yo, I mean, I, that's what, I mean. Most of the time, what it starts off with is um, really just the the traveling part is always the hard part for me. It's just like you know, well, you know, I tell people, I tell people, I, I don't mind taking a mega bus, but like like you said, I wouldn't want to be stuck in North Carolina for no six hours. You know what I'm saying? I go crazy. That was an experience. Oh man, I, I got stuck in South Carolina for six hours, and I was going to North Carolina from Georgia. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, That'd be a whole nother story. But uh, like, yeah, that's I, I never took Greyhound after that. So I'm like, bro, I just wanna hop bus bus and just go. Like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's uh planes are definitely expensive. Uh very expensive. Uh, I was like I was just gonna tell you though. What? Hey, get a get a get a get a app name hopper. Mm. Oh boy, they finna give you a whole get an app name hopper. So what's on hopper? Man, they just find the cheapest flights and put them hoes together for you. Like I, I got a flight to LA for two fifty. Ooh, this nigga finna get a sponsorship. Yeah, you feel me? Get a sponsorship. Hold on. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, it was it was a one way ticket. You know what I'm saying? It ain't a round trip. But yeah, it's still like it's just one of them things you gotta you gotta. I didn't know how to even look for playing tickets for a long time mm-hmm. there's, there's a whole science behind it you know what i'm saying but if you if you make provisions for it it ain't that big of a deal you know what i'm saying it's a it's a it's a week for worth of takeout mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if you spending you know what i'm saying 10 12 dollars on a meal every time you do takeout you're doing takeout two times a day you know what i'm saying you do that seven times and i, I bought my ticket for la the reason why it was what it was i, I literally bought it like three days before i left mm. So if I would have really made provision for that, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it ain't it ain't that much. It ain't that much. Mm, you got to plan in advance. Now yeah, maybe yeah, maybe on spirit. You feel me? Cuz <laughs> you get what you pay for. If you going to get there safe, you feel me? Safe, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 that's, that's all it is. You know what I'm saying? Either you going to get there safe or you going to die. 
Yuvan. You feel me? You know, there's a lot of lot of lot of problems taking out that equation. There's either one or two things gonna happen. All right, well, um oh, oh, there y'all good, y'all good. I trust me, I can edit all this stuff out, so it's all good. But uh so this is my last question for y'all. With you okay. know, uh, you know, you have your project coming up and everything else. Mm -hmm. uh, as a group, what are your twenty twenty one goals? And individually, what's your twenty twenty one goals? Mm. Let go first. Yes, lady, go first. <laughs> go. Me. Um. Well, my group goals for twenty twenty one is to release our EP, to get some content out, and to just make our second chapter. Like, open our second chapter of our book of Best Age Jazz. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. For me, is to quit my 9 to 5 job. Amen. Fuck that 9 to 5. Hmm. Okay. And just go full time with everything that I know I'm supposed to do. So, that means art, music, and just be able to live for fully in that. Shows. Yeah, so, so. You know what I'm saying? She, you know, as far as a as a group, pretty much the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm ready to release, you know, a project again and do shows like for real, for real. Like I'm I'm ready for that feeling. But for sure, like I'm ready for the shit need to come back. Like that's like I can't I can't wait for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because we gonna level up. You know? What I'm oh, saying? and we coming back, big boy style. We finna level up. We coming back, big boy style. You know what I'm saying? And shit, personally, I mean. It's it's interesting because like I feel like I'm living the goal that I'm I've set for myself right now, mm -hmm. like because my goal was so like immediate, but it was just to to like create a certain standard for myself. You know what I'm saying? Certain standard for myself. So like just accomplishing and finishing, you know everything. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Big facts. Um. But basshead jazz, the goal is to put out this EP, and we got a shitload of music that people ain't heard yet. Oh yeah, we got a, like a shitload of music that people have not heard. Yeah, yeah, and that shit, that shit gotta come out. Indeed. Um, I'll say since COVID, because we haven't been able to share a lot of space, like even this right now, like doing this is bringing back like nostalgia and memories and shit. Um, but because of COVID, we haven't been able to occupy the same spaces, and so. One of my goals is for us to get our synergy back. Mm -hmm. And it's not, you know, it's not a hard thing. You feel what I'm saying? Because we, we already are familiar with each other. But just to spend enough time, even outside of just creating music. You know what I'm saying? There was a time where when we first started this shit, we were the main people we were seeing. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Shit changes and, you know, life changes and this, that, and the third. But just to get that back as well, because I miss my friends. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, miss you too, as far though. as personally, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, as far as personally, uh, I'm kind of living that goal. Like I've, I've stepped out on working regular jobs and decided that this is what I'm going to do. Um, and it's coming well. It's a lot more that I need to learn. Those are my personal goals as far as learning that. Um, there's a lot of things emotionally that I want to deal with as far as leveling up and dealing with my like personal situations a lot better. Um, and to keep opening the doors. 
Like, I want to, you know, I'm in L.A. right now, and this shit cool, but I want my people with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so to be able to break down more doors and more barriers, take this shit wherever it needs to go. Word. That's nice. For sure. You guys are so inspirational. I'm, I'm so ready to quit my job. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, look. I'm so ready. Look, it's, you know, yeah, this life is for everybody. It is. Just know, man, I don't know what nobody believe in, you know what I'm saying, this, that, and the third, but if you believe in, 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 in a higher power, man, shit, birds got a place to go. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Roaches and rats got a place to go. That's a fact. You feel me? They provided for, you know what I'm saying? So, Whenever it does come to that chapter of needing to leave that, understand these jobs ain't God. These jobs ain't got a heaven or a hell to put you in. And, 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 and the real God is, is, is way more powerful and way more creative. We look at ourselves like we creative. God is more creative than us. So the way that it's going to come together Indeed. is going to be a way that you can't imagine because God is creative. Indeed. 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 Said everything. Now that's a fact. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if y'all love to go ahead and post your social medias, well, I said post like we're sitting uh, here on a computer or something. <laughs> but uh, if you would love to tell the people your social media so they can follow you, um, or you know where they can find your music, they're definitely listening to because I'm going to already post Apple Music because I got that already. So, you know, title gives more money to the artist. It do. It do. Big fat. It do. But um, big fat. But for real, if you really want to support. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all of that shit and just buy it. Because that's going to go straight up. Hey, that's up. facts. Big facts. Oh, I was like a band camp. Big facts. So we make that plug. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> hey, shit, what you said in the record? What you said in the other record? No, that was, 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 that But, um, well, if you want to plug me, I'm Sydney Fidel. My Instagram is babyalien, B-B-Y, alien with two N's. Follow us on High on Basehead Jazz at Instagram, and mm-hmm. that's our email. Mm-hmm. We got side of grits out. Mm-hmm. We got a whole bunch of other stuff that mm-hmm. y'all need to be staying in tune with. So, you know, mm-hmm. just make sure you stay in tune because we got a lot of stuff coming. Everybody got a lot of stuff coming. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you are said on Basehead Jazz, you know what I'm saying, related for the most part. Uh, I'm you know, Odie James, so, you know, you can follow me. Instagram and all that, you know what I'm saying? You know, that's that body, that body for me. You feel me? And they said everything, you know, how I'm base at that. I'm going to say, don't follow me, follow God. You feel me? <laughs> but boy, this boy is on a... Big fact. You, I, I see you, boy. Yo, your prayer game is strong, nigga. I see you, bro. <laughs> you feel me? Big fact. But on, if, you, if you want to check out what I got going on, you can follow me at Uncle CJ, Uncle underscore S-E-E-J. You feel what I'm saying? Or you can go on vibrantake.com um, and see a lot more of the other shit that I got going on. Oh, damn. I forgot to plug that shit, too. Yeah. Ancientthing.com. Yeah, you, you feel me? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. For sure, for sure. I be forgetting shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we go. Well, well, where can they find you? Because, you know, of course, you got short films and stuff hmm. on YouTube as well. So go ahead and plug that in for me, please. Um, well, y'all can hit me up on Instagram at umbrella underscore one six. Because I'm all accomplishing and do it all right, direct, edit, whatever you need. Just did a music video the other day, nonetheless. Um, and on YouTube, Lakey Productions. That's L-A-I-K-I Productions. All right. Well, you you know, um, I appreciate y'all for coming on here. Um, these folks, these we follow up. Word, word. I mean, these folks already know where I'm at, so I ain't even worried about trying to give them the Instagram. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, check out the website, modacrawl.com. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, see, 
yeah, make sure you check out themoderncrowd.com. You know, we got some new shirts up there and everything else, you know. Um, and, of course, you know, this is Kev Always Been a Don, you know, um, $20 uh, 2K God, of course. Um, hit me up, you know, $20 a game. I don't play nobody for free. Um, I got to pay the bills just like everybody else. Um, yeah, everybody says that. They're like, dang, $20? I'm like, yeah, $20. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's you know, it's COVID. I need some money. Um, you know, I spent my STEMI check already. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but yeah, just hit me up, man. Um, make sure you follow the, the podcast at Modern Crowd. Um, the Modern, I'm about to say the website. Modern Crowd. Um, of course, you know, if, if you have any, if anybody wants to be on this podcast, um, we got different ones. Brittany just has, she just started a, a movie podcast. Um, the Black. Check that out. The Black Picture Podcast. We all review movies by, that starring black actors and are made by black filmmakers. You know, Lord. check it out. And, um, you know, we got the Ready to Roast, you know what I'm saying? Um, I just roasted my boy Keenan. Um, I'm one and zero. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all listen to that. That boy ugly. Y'all already know. Um, but if anything else, man, just make sure, make sure you go to the website and check out all all of the stuff we got new on there. But um, with that being said, uh, that's pretty much it for the podcast. And again, I appreciate y'all for coming on here. Um, I usually do the little clapping sound, but I, I can't find the button, so I'm just gonna go ahead and clap and clap for y'all anyways. You know we get organic hand yeah. claps around here. You know what I'm saying? I drunk some tea, so everything's organic. You know what I'm saying? But again, y'all, y'all make sure y'all check these folks out because their music is fucking awesome. As you know, they wouldn't be on a podcast if they wasn't. But um, but again, this is the Modern Crowd Podcast, and this is it, man. See y'all later. All right. Listen to this episode. Get discounts on your favorite upcoming businesses, and you want merch? Yo, check out themoderncrowd.com.